everybody. Welcome to another episode of the Confidence Within Me podcast. This is your host, Nidia. I am so happy to be recording another episode for you guys. I know it's been a long time, but I'm back and I am super excited for this episode that I'm recording right now. And it is my first time having a very special guest besides, you know, Josue, my husband. Um, so today joining me as you guys may know by now from the title of the episode, this is going to be a spiritual awakening episode and I am here to share my experience with you guys as well as my guest and today I have Julie here with me. She is my sister-in-law, Josue's sister, and she has been going to a spiritual coach for about a year and a half, um, but her le- journey started long before that. She is a certified yoga instructor and does a lot of self-healing by reading self-help books, meditating daily, and praying on a regular basis. She also has attended several seminars and retreats that have helped her incredibly with healing past trauma. And that's the reason why I have her here, because I want to share with you guys my experience also, but I am not quite as experienced as Julie uh, even though like we both have been going to the, you know, a spiritual guide for about the same amount of time because she's the one that got me into it. But she's a little bit more experienced just because she's able to do a lot more stuff and she got super into it. So without further ado, here it is, here she is, Julie Rodriguez. How are <laughs> you doing today? I am doing great and I'm very uh, excited, nervous. And it's a little out of my comfort zone, you know, um, talking about all this in public. It's usually our topic within family or friends, but, you know, to share your experience with people you don't know is a little nerve wracking and intimidating, but I'm here supporting you. Thank you. I'm, I'm really happy to have you. And Julie has been the one that has kind of like guided me through a lot of it because like she said it's usually like family that we talk to because I personally don't know a lot of people that are going through this besides us I don't know if you do um no well now that I've been meeting new people from seminars and retreats and and you know with Dr. Ram um our our holistic and spiritual guide um he I've connected with other people and and I am able, you know, from that became a friendship, but it's very, a small circle. Yeah. Like for me, only a couple of my friends know. And it's funny, like I was sharing with Julie, I have a friend one time that like I was sharing with her and she's kind of been to all this stuff too. She's been trying to do a lot of healing and she's into the whole spirituality thing as well. But I told her about it and she calls him our wizard. (laughs) She's like, Nidia goes to this wizard? And I'm like, no, he's not a wizard. But, you know, a lot of people don't understand it. Mm -hmm. And that's why I wanted to have this episode because I I wanted to share our experience with you guys so that if maybe you are a little, you know, if maybe you've had questions or you're a little curious, I will hopefully open up something for you to look into it further. Um, But, yeah, that's why we're here today. And Julie, you know, has done a lot more stuff than I have just because um, she got super into it. And I think you have more time. You don't have a baby. You just. 
Um, yeah, I mean, and sometimes like some people need it a little bit more or you seek for it desperately. You know, me losing my mom at a young age was just very hard. That's when I started with the yoga. That's when I started with, um, you know, trying to figure myself out. Um, and that kind of got my my toes wet. It's not even my feet. It was a little bit because now that I've met Dr. Ram, this is just a whole different like style of living because it's not even a, a it's not even like a, a small part of it. It's like a lifestyle you have to put in your work. You have to be committed to it because with one session, you're not going to fix yourself. You know, with one book, you're not going to fix yourself. Like there's so many other things that you could grow from. Um, and just going with him, it's not just that one monthly session. You have to also like put in your meditation, um, read, be positive, like um, try to figure it out, try to be around more positive people, not people that bring you down, you know, and don't open that can of warm when you are with that person that is a little toxic. Um, because like I've heard it from a good friend, Veto. <laughs> Uh, misery loves company, you know, and it is very true. So if you start rambling about your, my life sucks, or my situation is this and that, like, it brings people down, you know, and everybody goes through shit, everybody goes through stuff. And it's, it's, it's hard. But if you journal it, and you try to like, flip it to the good side, there is a good side, there's a learning behind it all. And that's what we're trying to figure out. Yeah, yeah, like, you know, I have heard that all of this, as well as, like, you know, mental health, it's all, it all takes work, like, just like your physical and, like, the outside of you does, yep. like, just like a diet and exercise mm -hmm. takes work every single day, so does all of this, because your mind, you know, requires mm -hmm. all of the same yeah. care. And you have to feed it, if mm -hmm. not, you're not gonna grow. It's just yeah. like the other day I was at, I was trying to like buy something and I'm like, wait, this is not my size right now. Like I gained a little bit of weight and I'm like, why am I complaining? Like I don't put the fork down. I'm eating chips. I'm doing this. I'm doing that. Like, what do I expect? Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like I'm not putting in that work to like fit those jeans. Yeah. So why am I even unhappy? Yeah. That's how I always, <laughs> why did you say that? Say that because I say that all the time, and that's funny that you bring that up mm -hmm. because it actually meshes into the whole confidence thing. Um, that is how I feel. Like, yeah, of course, I'm not ideally, of course, I'm not extremely happy with the way I look. But as long as you don't, I don't put in the work, like, I know I don't do anything mm -hmm. about it. Why am I going to sit here and like, oh, my God, cry about it? It'd be different if maybe yeah. we were like you're killing yourself and killing yourself and you don't lose the weight mm -hmm. or whatever. So that's why I choose to just not care and yeah. be happy regardless because I'm not putting in the work. So, yeah, and it, it, it falls into the same thing like here with the self growth, with like spirituality, with even religion, you know, obviously, if you're like not growing it's because you inside there's a blockage you know mm -hmm. there's and something. it's hard I mean now that like I've learned all these different things and I don't know much because it's like a whole ocean mm -hmm. of knowledge you know that God gives us and we have to go out there and seek it because God is first you know like he gives us our wisdom he gives us our 
guardian angel. He gives us like all the tools. It's us picking them up. Mm-hmm. And if you want to grow, you pick up that book. You make that phone call to whoever you feel comfortable. That's going to make you grow because there is people that are going to hold you back and give you the wrong advice. And you know, your spirit knows, you know, you know who you need to call, who you need to like kind of lean on when you need that advice, that perfect Mm -hmm. advice. And if you don't have anybody, then you go and meditate. You go sit there at least for five minutes. It doesn't need to be an hour, 45 minutes. You have to just do a little bit, like start with two minutes. That's how I started after not meditating for a really long time. I started with two minutes and then um, five and then 30. And now I am able to do an hour, but it is hard. It's, it takes a lot of commitment, a lot mm-hmm. of work. And, um, you know, I'm not, I don't, there's days that I can't do it because I do have a daughter and I wake up late and I can't like do it, but I try to even a little bit before I go to bed and just say, thank you for my blessings for even waking up because mm-hmm. that's even a blessing. You know, um, every little thing, being able to drink water, being able to breathe on your own is a blessing mm-hmm. because there's so many people in hospitals that are not able to. So, Especially right now. Yeah, it's just, it's so many detail. You could, we could all sit here and like complain and be sad and have a pity party. But in the reality of things, it's like, we are blessed. We're blessed mm-hmm. to have each other. We're blessed to like be with good people, good family, good foundations. And now, like I always tell my spiritual guide, I'm so thankful that he came into my life because with him, it's just, it's been such a change and uh, no words could describe it. <laughs> no, for sure. Like I, you know, yeah. see a huge change in you and, um, I don't know, a lot of people that know us may know that Julie and I didn't always have the best relationship Mm -hmm. for obvious reasons. You know, she's my sister-in-law. Obviously, she loves her brother. And, you know, obviously, people disagree. But it's crazy. And sorry to interrupt you, but we I had just had a session with Dr. Ram and we did. I brought this up, you know, like that I was going to be on your podcast. And he's like, yeah, well, you know. Uh, um, I told him, I'm I'm just so grateful and blessed that like, now we have a good relationship, you know, Mm -hmm. now it's a positive relationship. Before we didn't have a relationship. Mm -hmm. It was just more like, okay, it's Josue's wife. Mm -hmm. And like, we would barely talk and it was more superficial talk, you know, Mm -hmm. nothing in in relation to you and I. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So um, he's like, yeah, because you were like, he made me see it in a different way. He's Mm -hmm. like, you were that mom. Like, for a mom and for a sister, our relatives are the best thing Mm -hmm. ever. They're golden, you know? So no one's good enough for anybody. So obviously, maybe your mom's same, you know? Mm -hmm. But, like, it's true. And and especially in our culture, like, you know, Hispanic or whatever. Maybe in maybe other cultures. But, like, we're very territorial. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, sorry. (laughs) And for some reason your guys's family in particular yeah, you right. guys are such like alpha females mm-hmm. to where like the women dominate everything yeah <laughs> and it, it's always like why are you guys so scared of them like all the men are like <laughs> afraid of all these women and now who's so scared of you <laughs> <laughs> and now i've joined the clan <laughs> um but you know yeah like like she said i i'm so grateful too because honestly like this actually this whole spirituality thing i think is what's brought brought us so much closer because um 
she has been kind of my guide or whenever I have felt a certain way, whenever, you know, I've wanted to share something, like I said, I, I obviously can't share it with just like anybody because some people are going to think we're crazy. So yeah. not everybody is, you know, into the same stuff or they're not aware of it. So I've been able, you know, to reach out to you and you've gotten me through a lot and mm -hmm. I, I'm really grateful. And I honestly do think this is what has brought us so much closer. Yeah. And I also think we have something in common. We've both lost a parent, you know? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that has kind of made, you know, a bond between you guys, mm -hmm. between us um, with, with that and, you know, your experiences with, Dr. Ram and how mm -hmm. you've had certain situations come up and it, they same thing has happened mm -hmm. to me. So I, you know, it's a blessing and every way it's a blessing. It is very, um, uncomfortable. Um, just like going to a doctor and like a therapist, you get raw and it's uncomfortable and you want to run away from it because you don't really, it's easier to sit and watch TV, mm -hmm. you know, sit and go, hang out with your friends and get drunk and like do this and that and party it, it's so easy it's so easy to have stupid superficial conversations mm -hmm. than to put in the work and like dig into your inner child dig into your um past traumas past situations that are uncomfortable nobody really wants to go in there but you have to in order for you to grow in order for you to like have more blessings come into your life is just the best way yeah you have to get rid of everything mm -hmm. negative in order for positive stuff to start flowing and yeah like she said we're i am so blessed we're all so lucky to be on this path together mm -hmm. that we're able to relate we're able to talk to each other about it and i'm i'm just so happy that that we're where we're at like obviously we have a lot of work ahead of us like she said it's requires work every single day but at least we started and I'm just so happy to even the little bit of growth that we've done now like I was I don't know if I told you that I asked Dr. Ram like how much have I healed because I'm like I've been going to you for like a year and a half now and I just want to know because a lot of the time obviously you're your biggest critic you don't mm -hmm. you don't know or you don't feel like you're with yourself all the time yeah. so you don't know if you've grown or not or if you've healed and he told me I've healed 40 percent that's awesome which I I came home super excited yeah. and told Josue Josue's like well that's not a lot I'm like excuse you I've only been going to him for a year and a half yeah. can you imagine in five years yeah like and you should feel really like blessed because um you know there is a lot of people that have been going they stop they go like there's this girl that she's been going for six years and she just had her first um what is it called her first retreat her first seminar like after six years like but it it's because it's uncomfortable you mm -hmm. know people like don't want to face your inner child like for me personally crying was very hard like mm -hmm. I created this big ass like wall this shell this protection I felt like it was a weakness like mm -hmm. I always compared crying to weakness so for me it was very hard to break that for me like crying I, I just didn't like it it was yeah. really uncomfortable for me 
And seeing people cry would make me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. I just kind of wanted to walk away and not be around it. Um, And I've learned it's not a weakness. You flush when you cry. You let release. You clean. You cleanse. I flush a lot. (laughs) So it it, it just, it's healing. It's healing in every way. That's why we have tears. That's why Mm -hmm. we sweat. Like, it's just, it's good. Every, God made us perfect, obviously, with, time and uh like coatings that's what dr ram calls it we're like a little computer we absorb like negative and positive with coatings like you know we damage our bodies we damage mm-hmm. ourselves we damage our, our decisions are bad because we don't listen to our inner voice so yeah that's when all the extra shit happens yeah and i know you you've made progress i know um i in part, you and I, I don't think have like, I think we're still a little afraid. Mm-hmm. Like Dr. M told me, like, I don't see you like completely opening up. Mm-hmm. So he says that Josue goes in there like ready, yeah. like here it is and just get it out of me. And like, yeah. it's like, he's so ready to like get raw and get, you know, get rid of it. He's like, I wish he would give you and Julie some of the balls that he has. Yeah, he calls them <laughs> spiritual balls. Yeah, yeah, but it is uncomfortable, mm-hmm. like especially at seminars. Like I've had <sighs> a lot of uncomfortable situations where you're with strangers, like people that, like my first seminar, you're with strangers. People are crying. People are getting very like raw, very and, open, and it's so personal, so very personal, very, very personal. So like at the end, after like six hours of being with these strangers, you feel so close to them. Like you feel like they know you better than your family has ever gotten to know you. Mm-hmm. Like after retreats now, like I call them my second family because like we just bond we're all on the same path we all kind of like get it you know Mm -hmm. we kind of get it we value like god so much we see him as like this incredible like being that lives in each one of us it's not just god he's up in the sky watching over us no he's here and he's real and there's angels behind it all and you feel it like you Mm -hmm. feel the energy and you, when it's negative, you feel it too. When somebody comes in and has a bad spirit, you feel it. And then when they get released, it's just even more intense, you know? Yeah. And to see it happening. Yeah, and I'm so happy that you bring that up because a lot of people may think, you know, I know that there are a lot of people that think that if you go this route, it's like you're going against God. Mm-hmm. Or it's like you are you don't believe in God. All of a sudden you believe in something else. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's absolutely not the case. Mm-hmm. Like we all still believe in God. And we all know he's number one. Mm-hmm. And honestly, I think he's probably so happy that we have found all of these yeah. tools. And that we're able to use them. And that we're able 100%. To, to do all of this. Um you know and it's like a little step ahead but he is always number one and just because we are going this route doesn't absolutely believe matter believe doesn't mean that your belief has changed yeah that your beliefs have changed or that you no longer believe in god Um, for me they have gotten stronger because i've always believed in god and i was a big um 
like I would pray to God and I would pray to Jesus and I would put kind of Mary in like the bottom, even though I'm Catholic or I was raised Catholic. I don't really practice it anymore. I do pray Catholic. I do novenas. I don't know how you say them in English, but I do that. I pray the rosary. I, I pray Catholic, but like in seminars, I mean, this is just a whole different like talk (laughs) and people are going to think like, Oh my gosh, it's crazy. But we have had experiences where Mary comes Mm -hmm. and I had this intense situation happen where, um, one of the, the people that were there, he, um, he was dealing with like an ancestor situation where they had done black magic and like, they were pretty much his whole bloodline was cursed and he had to release him. So we did a whole like different, like a little exorcism, you could say. Mother Mary came and you could feel her presence. It's just so intense. Like, and somehow she was standing behind me, like in the corner. And I kid you not, I could not control it, but I was only crying from one eye from my left mm-hmm. eye, I believe. Like I, I just kept crying from one eye, like tearing, tearing, tearing from one eye. And after that, like um, our spiritual guide, said so what was your experience in general everybody gave their experience I told them what I felt and he's like oh yeah she was standing right next to you she's like she was right behind you and that's a sign mother Mary only cries for one eye so that's because she was right there behind you it was just like what like me I'm such a sinner like like so I felt like oh my gosh like how can that happen you know how can Mm -hmm. she be right behind me like I don't deserve it. You know what I mean? Like that, then you lower yourself. And, and not only that, but I think it's that guilt. Also. Yeah. Because I, it's funny that you mentioned that because I actually never told anybody mm-hmm. that out loud either, but I never really wasn't very like devoted to Virgin Mary. Yeah, either. me either. It was always like, hmm, or, you She's know, like it's God. like, yeah, mm-hmm. or it's like, you know, in Mexico, like the 12 de diciembre happens and everybody. And then my mom's name is Guadalupe and my sister's name yeah. is Guadalupe. And they're all like so devoted to her. And I'm always just like, mm. I never had that connection. Yeah, me neither. Mm-hmm. And that's crazy because yeah. she came maybe yeah. to connect with me. I think so. I think so. And it, it was just out of this world, like, a lot of the experiences that I've had are just unbelievable where you're just like, holy shit. Like, did I just witness this? Did mm-hmm. I just experience this? And, you know, you feel liberated. Like, literally, you feel liberated. And I've been going to church for a long time. Like, when my mom died, I was just devoted and, like, going and going and going and would try to, like, feel better and go to priest and ask him like please help me like guide me I need guidance like I just feel so lost I feel so empty like I know God is out there but like I just don't feel connected right now and like nothing like where I'm at now like right now I just feel so love for like for life you know I, I I'm just so happy to like what's out there to like learn more to be even more connected to like people my loved ones um my daughter you know it's just it's really challenging don't get me wrong like I'm still human you know like things still get me worked up and stuff but just all these these experiences have been life changing and um you know learning and and putting it to practice because he does give you homework as you know he gives Mm -hmm. you homework you have to confront your inner child you have to heal your inner child um 
you have to meditate and whoever you are having a hard time with, you know, you kind of have to envision them and, and do your forgiveness, do your work because everything, every situation, whether it's good or bad, it's mirroring you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That, that definitely, you know, it's all such good points that you make. Um, but I do want to ask you, I know that, you know, all of this has been happening, but this is all very recent, mm-hmm. you know, all of this. But when do you feel like you had your first spiritual awakening? Do you feel like it was like once you started all of this or a long time ago? Um, so like my mom was very Catholic. I grew up very Catholic, very like going to church every Sunday. My mom was very active like during the week. And I did feel connected because, and I think it was more like her connection that kind of like broke off on you. Yeah, that okay, there is something bigger than than just what I see. But what I didn't like is whenever you have questions and questions are valid, um, you get shut down. You know, it's like, oh, don't ask. Like God doesn't like that. Like don't like if you're blaspheming. Like mm-hmm. don't ask. Like He does exist. Like shh, you know. I, I just, I was just like, okay, fine. I just won't ask and I'll just go to church. And then I, I don't know, like I got, I guess, cause my devotion was so big and like, I was just so like living through my mom, I guess, through my mom's faith when she passed. That's when I was just like, oh my gosh, like, um, what happened here? Yeah. What happened here? I asked you, God, I asked you, Saint, I asked you, Mary, I asked everybody, I did novenas, I cried, I like begged for like a miracle and it didn't happen. So I was just very disappointed and very like broken. And I got to the point where I was just like, maybe you don't exist. Maybe this is not real, you know? Um, and it didn't happen just one. It, it happened also when my aunt died. It, it, it was just like when you are trying to like have them live and you're asking like, please help me. But it's, doesn't work that way everybody has their own path now I know but going back to that I feel like it kind of started once my mom passed um I did connect with the church I did feel like there was more than than just what we have here in front of us um but after learning about yoga and like meditation and all that and then the law of attraction this the secret like also kind of helped me a lot was just kind of getting my toes wet. Mm-hmm. And then um, then I stopped completely. You know, I started, like, partying and doing that kind of lifestyle. And it just completely kind of forgot. But I feel like now this is really my spiritual awakening. Mm-hmm. I feel like this is just, like, on another level. Um, there's times that I've had meditations and I just feel like I feel the work being done, you yeah. know, on me. Um, I had this meditation. It was a guided meditation with um, Dr. Ram and I, um, he was guiding it. And then all of a sudden he's like, okay, well, two archangels are here. Um, Archangel Gabriel and Archangel Raphael. And they're helping you heal with this and this and that. And I started feeling dizzy. Like, because and then after I told him, like, I felt this and I felt that. He's like, well, they were, like, literally working around you. Like, they were, like, circling. Sw- yeah, circling you. Circling you. And I felt dizzy. I felt like I was floating and I felt like my head was, like, being shaken. And, like, I don't know. It's just 
so crazy. Like the connection is just there. And now I could like meditate on my own and I feel a presence. I feel like I welcome it. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not scared of it. I'm well, I welcome it and I know it's a blessing and I know it's, it's just beautiful. You know, mm-hmm. it's so beautiful. It's so perfect in every way. Yeah. And it's crazy because it just goes to show how like strong our minds are, mm-hmm. how much, you know, you can do like we don't we have no idea that we're capable of doing this yeah like had we known this you know a long time ago or forever ago then we would be totally different people well that's why babies could see all these things yeah but we turn it off on them Mm -hmm. i've been guilty of it mila would tell me like when she was very little oh your mom's here she told me once when she was like two and I was like, what? Like, no, she's not. Come here. Like, where? Yeah. You know, I freaked out. And it's like, it it's pure. Like, mm-hmm. they don't come to harm you. Yeah. They come to protect you. They mm-hmm. come to say hello. They come to show you love and to guide you every day. Mm-hmm. You know? Um, yeah. It's, it's been hard for me to understand that. Yeah. But, I mean, Especially with my mom. Yeah. And it's it's normal because it's a scary thought like you don't know you don't know what to expect you know my mom would always say your dad came to see me last night i felt she says she would see the mattress sink dude and there was like nobody there and i used to always be like yeah yeah it was like we live in the same house yeah but why would he come see you and not me uh like i'd be like she is Crazy. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like I, I used to think all it's that craziness. Yeah, and I just didn't want to believe her. Mm-hmm. I just always thought, like, okay, yeah, sure. But you know, it is crazy because you, you don't know, you don't know any better, so you question all of it. Yeah, that's just the like the human mind, you know, that we're just so limited and so programmed on, like. Just the reality we see, you know, TV, news, and our people in front of us. But there's more to it. There's just, there's angels. There's all of it. God, of course, you know, he lives in us. And it's that little voice that tells us, like, don't do it, Julie. But then Julie goes and does it. Oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. But, um, but yeah, like, and what has your experience been like, like, your awakening? I, it's funny because I didn't think about it until you just mentioned it right now, until you were talking about it, but a while ago, maybe like, it was four years ago, like like four and a half years ago, was when I went to a marriage retreat, mm-hmm. and we were in this like group at school, at school, at church, and um, it was a marriage group, and you know, our our leaders were like, oh, there's this retreat the, for couples. And we were kind of like, eh, it's okay. Um, it was like $150, I remember. And we were like, oh, should we really pay for it? And we kind of like, we're like, nah, that's kind of a lot. Mm-hmm. But our leaders paid for it for us. Mm-hmm. They were so sweet. And then we tried to pay them back. And they were like, no, it's okay. It's like our gift to you. But... I remember the very first day we were there, we were hungover because we decided it was my friend's birthday the day before and we went out and we were you there. You see the easy way. Like. Yeah. Yeah. So we were like, oh, well, we're going to go to the retreat, but who cares? We kind of didn't even take it seriously. Mm-hmm. 
And we were there in the first day. Oh, my God. We were so hungover. We were like, what the hell is this? We were clowning on everybody. Yeah. It was all older couples and just totally judging everybody, like the terrible people, you know. And But the next day, so then whatever, we went to bed. And the next day, which was the last day, I don't know what the hell happened. But, and... I was, I remember I didn't wear makeup that day in the morning. I just woke up and we had to go like straight to breakfast and, and they took a picture of us and I was like, oh great. The one day that I don't put makeup on, but it was like the best thing that could have happened because that was the day we could not stop crying. Like you felt God's presence. Like I had never felt it before. Mm -hmm. Like I felt it all through my body like we excuse me we it, it was crazy we we just they would send us off by on our own like it wasn't even like we were with anybody guiding us or it was just a and I doing like this exercise and it was like at a beautiful place it was at that um you know that nun place in San Fernando mm. in St. Francis of Assisi or yeah. something and it's really beautiful. There's like flowers everywhere. It's like a beautiful garden. Yeah. And we were sitting there and I felt God's presence like no other. But I think that's the first time that I also had one of these experiences that I had again now. Because my grandpa used to really love Josue. And my grandpa had just passed away that December. The retreat was in February. My grandpa had just passed. And I remember talking, my grandpa used to love Josue so much, like he would call him his own grandson. And we were talking and I told him, damn, I was like, my grandpa would be so happy that we're here. And I saw a little, what are the little animals? The little birds? The chuparrosas. Oh, a, um... Yeah, the... I don't know. We were... For a hummingbird. Yeah, I a saw hummingbird. a hummingbird. Yeah, a little happy. hummingbird came up when, when I was talking to Josue about my grandpa. Mm -hmm. And I was like, I think that was him, Josue. Like, I think he's here. I think he's so happy mm -hmm. that we're doing this. But just the way that we felt God's presence was like unlike anything I had ever experienced before. And then when we were done with the retreat and they had like this little surprise party for us. I think you were there, no? No, maybe not. Well, they they called our family members, I guess, that they had contact with. And we had a little, you know, like a welcome back party. And literally, Josue was the only man that didn't cry giving their testimony. Because mm. you know how cute. Yeah. He didn't cry Same. back then. Like me. <laughs> yeah. But everybody was crying while they were sharing their testimony mm. because everybody felt like the same thing. Yeah. And that was the first time that I think I experienced anything like that. And it's funny because now, you know, that was it. It happened one time. And, mm -hmm. and I mean, after that, I kind of would associate the hummingbird to my grandpa. Like, oh. yeah. but then after that, it wasn't until I started going to, to Dr. Ram and, you know, one in one of the sessions, um, my, my dad, came up in one of the sessions and I I know you guys I have told you guys in past episodes my dad passed away when I was two 
so I don't really have much memory of him. I, mm-hmm. I, I don't really know any, I mean, I know about him from what people tell me, especially my mom, but I, I didn't have a relationship with him. I never, you know, I never knew him. Yeah. I, I was only two when, when he passed. Um, so he came in to one of the sessions when I was with Dr. Ram and he basically told me that he loved me and he told Dr. Ram that he wanted me to heal my heart. And so it was crazy. I kind of like in the moment I was in disbelief. I am definitely like a shock person. Like when something happens to me, I, I, I go into shock. Like I cannot move. Like Riley was choking one day, and I, I, I didn't move. Oh, you're like those animals, the ones that freeze. <laughs> what are they called? The, the yeah, oh, I don't know what they're called, but they like stand. Yeah, and they pit them, and they're just there. <laughs> yeah, that's me. And it's funny because Ale, or, you know, our cousin was saying one day, like I can't stand when parents see like, hey, stuff, she's like oh, stuff, that's me. something happening to the kids, and and they just don't move. I'm like Ale, that's me. I was like. I don't know about judgment, it. Huh? It's because I freeze. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, Armadillo. I, I, I don't, I don't react. Uh-huh. Like, I, 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 I like stay in shock. Yeah. So anyway, so that, that was kind of what it was like for me. But then I, oh, and the message he wanted to give me while I was in the session was that if I wanted to connect with him, five o'clock in the morning would mm-hmm. be a good time, a good time to connect with him. Um, and he told me, you know, Dr. Ram told me that, because, you know what it was? It was, he told me that I will not, like, I didn't know how to be happy, that I couldn't be happy no matter what. Mm-hmm. Because he said I could live in Beverly Hills. I could have, like, the best thing ever. I could have the job that I've always dreamed of, but that I was never, ever going to be happy. And so he was like, I know there's something back there, but me always holding back, I was like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But then when he finally told me that, it was finally when, like, I opened up and I told him, well, you know, it's my dad. Mm-hmm. I was like, I, I miss, not that I miss him because I didn't know him, but I needed him so much yeah. throughout my life that every moment, as happy as it is, is always sad yeah you know because he's not here mm-hmm. like i wish he could be here to share it with me yeah so i told him that's the only thing i can think of mm-hmm. why i possibly maybe can never be happy because it it's all it's always lacking. it's always lacking something you know and that's when he told me well you know your dad's here and he wants to tell you that you know he wants to connect with you and that five o'clock in the morning is a good time if you want to. And then Dr. Ram told me, you know, a lot of the time you can have a better relationship, him not being here, you can mm-hmm. have a spiritual relationship better than a lot of people that have their daughter, their fathers here. Yeah. You know, like so many people have their dads, but they have terrible relationships mm-hmm. with them. You could have a really good spiritual relationship with him, even though he's not here. And like I said, I, I kind of went into shock. I didn't really ask any questions because I freaked out. And that was it. But then I came home and I had no idea I was going to react that way. But I was so afraid for 5 o'clock in the morning to come. Yeah. 
because I was like, what if he shows up? Like, yeah. I, I just didn't know what to expect. I didn't know. I found myself like not sleeping because I was so afraid of five in the morning coming or I wanted to like shut my eyes and like pretend like I was still sleeping mm -hmm. at five o'clock in the morning. You thought like the ghost of him yeah, was coming. Yeah, like yeah. the ghost of him was coming. And that was like the first night, the second night. And then this, I think it was the second night. I had a dream. And all I saw in the dream, it was like I was inside a room. And through a window, I saw Jesus Christ. Like, do you know, um, like, El Sagrado Corazón? You know oh, that yes, big picture that my mom cute. has in the entrance of her house? Uh -huh. So I basically just saw, like, the big, big head of El Sagrado Corazón in the window. And then that disappears, and I see my dad, like, literally like an angel, like, That's dressed so in white and mm. with wings and, like, floating. Like, I remember him being barefoot and floating, but it was him. Mm -hmm. And he tells me, so my dad used to, my nickname was Pichon. One, he used to call me Pichon, which is Pigeon. I know it's weird, but there's a backstory to it. Um, but anyway, he used to call me Pichon, and he tells me, Pichoncito, ya vente, te extraño. Which, like, oh, me which means, um, come with me, I miss yeah. you. You guys, I died. <laughs> like, I, no, she didn't, but like, she was I was so, like, mortified. I woke up, I was crying I, I could not stop crying and I was like he wants to take me <laughs> I was like oh my god he wants to come yeah. for me human mind yeah and I, I panicked and mm -hmm. I text Josue and Jose was just kind of like oh I don't know like I don't even remember what the text said but but it, it, it he didn't and then I, I called you because like I said I was like some everybody's gonna think I'm crazy. Like I need to talk to somebody that Yeah. And you know, I talked to I called Julie and I told her about it and she kind of called me calmed me down and was like, That's beautiful, blah blah blah. You know, I called Dr. Ram, but he never got back to me. <laughs> he said he didn't even hear my message when I of asked course. him. But um whatever, I got I got over it because thanks to you, thank you. Like you yeah. you know, you got me through it. And I was I think sometimes it's not literal what they mean. You know, mm -hmm. because I've had a situation similar to that, but um, it's more like get grounded. You know, I'm here for you. I got your back. Like I will never leave, and I miss you. You know. Yeah. Oh, and also. And now, like you know, yeah, you know that I'm here with you. Yeah. And I remember in the car go, and then uh, along with all of the fear came like the guilt mm -hmm. because I didn't want him to think that I was afraid of him. Yeah. To think that, like, I didn't want to go with You're him. Rejecting. You know, that I was rejecting him. So, along with not only, like, the fear, but then yeah. it felt like the guilt. So, I remember, you know, driving to work. And and I, I, I talked to him out loud. I mean, I don't know if you heard me. But yeah. I said, you know, that I love you. I love you so much. And I miss you. And I need you. But I need you to understand that I have two daughters. And they need me. And they're little. And I'm not ready to come and i need you to please not think that i'm afraid of you not please don't think that i don't love you yeah. and so i kind of had the, all of that conversation i don't know if you heard it or not but that was that i kind of you know got over it after a couple of days but 
Then I went to my next session with Dr. Ram and I told him and he was like, no, that's so beautiful. You know, you don't need to be afraid. He was like, and so he told me he was getting a message from him and he said, I don't want you to be scared, you know, but now you're more aware. He's like, you're more aware. I need you to be more aware that he's here. He's with you and he's going to make himself present or you know, to you, he's going to present himself to you in the form of a big bird. Mm-hmm. And I was like, okay. You picture the yellow bird from Sesame Street. <laughs> oh, like big bird. I was like, uh, like Riley likes that one. <laughs> uh, no. And so he, oh, and, and it's funny because Dr. M asked me, have you ever seen an eagle? And I was like, no, at the zoo. I don't live uh, in Alaska. The, uh, yeah, I saw an eagle, a bald eagle at that little zoo that they have in yeah. Silmar. What is it? Oh. I don't know, but it's like a little zoo where they have birds and stuff. I was like, yeah, you don't see. I've around. seen them at that place. I was like, don't eagles fly really high? Like mm-hmm. we don't ever see those. Mm-hmm. And he's like, yeah, they do. He's like, but don't well, he he didn't specifically tell me that, but he mm-hmm. asked me in particular if I had ever seen an eagle. And I said, no, but, you know, to make a long story short, whatever, he told me that. And then I was kind of a little more aware, like, hmm, when I would see a big bird. Oh, and then he, he made it very specific, like, you're going to know. Mm-hmm. Like, when you see a bird, you're going to know. He's like, the way it happens to me is I see the whatever, you know, however people present the themselves to him. The, uh-huh. He was like, I see them, and then the message comes to my brain mm-hmm. and I was, he's like that's just how it happens to me I mean I don't know how it's gonna happen to you but whatever but I was like okay and that was that so then one day I'm like laying you know with my mom outside by the pool and my mom's actually laying down and I'm sitting and the kids are in the pool and my mom is like I see something I see her squinting up to the sky and I'm like what and she's like what is that I can't see because she wears glasses now so she's like Mm -hmm. what is it is it a bird or is it an airplane and I was like I don't know and then I look up and I was like oh my god it's an eagle Mm -hmm. and literally the first thing that came to my mind was like god shit he's here to tell me I need to stop fighting with her so much (laughs) because I've been like you know bumping heads with her so much um, so that was the first encounter that I still was kind of like, hmm, maybe, maybe not. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, it could be or it can't or it couldn't. I don't know. Um, but then a couple of days later, it was my birthday. And we're at my mom's house. And Josue and I are in the backyard. I think my mom had left to pick up the cake or something. There wasn't that many. There wasn't anybody there. It was just me and Josue in the backyard. You, oh, he was taking pictures of me. If you have me on Instagram, it's my birthday picture I was taking. And we're sitting in the backyard, and he was taking, like, a picture of me with my balloons. You guys, when I see this bird, it was, like, not like a little bird. It was, like, and it wasn't huge either. Not mm-hmm. like a, I don't know what's, like, a big bird. It's it, not a common not bird. Not like a huge one, but it was, like, medium-sized. And it was black, and the entire back of the bird was a royal blue like a, a royal royal blue it was so beautiful and I look at Jose and I'm like 
goes, wait, do you see that bird? And Osa was like, whoa. He's like, that's so nice. He's like, I don't think I've ever seen anything like that. And I was like, Josue, it's my dad. I was like, he came to say happy birthday. And I, I started to cry. And he was like, babe, that is so, so beautiful. He, and then, of course, he goes, I wish my mom came to say happy birthday. <laughs> yeah. And I was like, oh, my God. But here's the thing, you guys. I knew, I knew, I know that it was him. And whatever, you non-believers can think I'm crazy. <laughs> but... When I take, I go and I take him flowers to the cemetery. I always buy him a bouquet of flowers for the ground where I put. But I have started, I've always, you know, a couple years, for years now, maybe like 10 years, when I buy him his flowers, I put his flowers on the ground and I buy one single royal blue rose mm -hmm. and I lay it across the tombstone. Yeah. And the back of that bird was the exact royal blue of the flower that I always lay out. Mm -hmm. So no that's why I was, I was like, that's not good. Like, I just knew. Yeah. And that was just so like, uh, I, that was just so beautiful and so amazing. And I think, you know, unlike anything, and it just made me so happy. And I, but the reason why I feel that happy is because I feel deep down inside that he is so happy that he mm -hmm. can finally connect with me. Yeah. Because, you know, he in other sessions, he's he's popped up and he tells Dr. Ram, like, you need to do this, you need to do that, this mm -hmm. is what she needs. And I just feel like he's just so happy that he can finally, finally help me. Yeah. You know, and I, for, to me, that has been, like, yeah. the biggest spiritual awakening and, like, the most beautiful thing that I have gotten out of that it. connection. Yeah, mm -hmm. because I don't feel like I have, you know, I always, you know, we're human. I always kind of feel guilty if like, oh, God, I haven't been to the cemetery in mm -hmm. so long. Oh, or I, you know, I don't light up a candle for him. Mm -hmm. Or, you know, I always feel guilty. But like, I feel like I don't have to feel guilty anymore yeah. because I finally know that he knows and I'm able mm -hmm. to connect with him and, I know that all of these things are just extra mm -hmm. and they're like superficial and I know that he doesn't care about mm -hmm. any of it, you know, yeah. because I'm able to connect with him now. So I'm just so happy, yeah. so happy. And we've been taught kind of wrong, you know, like for me, you know, it's funny when you were speaking, it kind of brought a lot of memories of um, when I lost my mom and I literally felt guilty being happy. Because I felt like if I was happy, I didn't miss her anymore. Or I mm -hmm. didn't mourn her anymore, mm -hmm. you know. And I didn't want her to feel like that was the case. Or you like, know? oh, look I, at her being all happy and yeah, I'm not there. I, I, I don't know. I didn't really care about, like, people. I just didn't want my mom to think that, like, she got over me. You know, mm -hmm. she got over, like, me not being there. Because I would... Uh, 20 you know 20 mm -hmm. when she got sick and I would like complain a lot and I was young and um and I, I'd say stupid shit like I just want to move out like I want to move out and be like in my early 20s and I hurtful stuff you mm -hmm. know so 
when that happened, I was just like, oh my gosh, why didn't I enjoy her more? Why was I like that? Obviously guilt, you know? And then when I would like be a normal person and go out with my friends and do certain things, I'd feel guilty. I'd be like, what am I doing? Like, I'm supposed to be sad. I don't have a mom, you know? And it's just that guilt that you carry for so many years. And I've come to realize that that's not from God, <laughs> you know? Yeah. Depression. It's from our culture, our culture, our kind culture, of. Religion too, you know? It's like a lot of our prayers and Catholic church are very like about guilt. Like, por mi culpa, por mi culpa. I don't know how to say in, in English, but like, it's about like guilt, guilt, guilt. And no, like you are free. You're supposed to be free. Faith is free. Faith and love and all that is just beautiful so now I know like no matter what like even if I make a mistake I know she's there she's there mm -hmm. to protect me she's there to love me unconditionally just like God is you know yeah and she forgives you mm -hmm. that's the most important part yeah. and you know forgiveness is what I have to learn to mm -hmm. forgive and you know, I think that's a really hard thing to break because we, we not only, we're so hard on ourselves. Mm -hmm. We're so hard on our parents. We're so hard on our spouse children. and on our mm -hmm. children. And I think that's really, really important. We do have to learn to forgive and keep it pushing, move mm -hmm. forward because what, what do you gain from it? Mm -hmm. You know, you don't gain anything from it. And yeah, that's, that's funny that you mentioned that because for me, Dr. Ram has told me, um, and that's one of the things that have resonated with me a lot. Maybe when I go to talk to him about my mom, you know, oh, I'm having issues with my mom or even with you. Um, he has told me, okay, well, we're going to work on you loving them and you not judging them. And loving them like God loves us. Mm -hmm. Because God loves us no matter what. God mm -hmm. forgives us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. God forgives us. God forgives us every time we mess up. Every time we sin. And so he told me that basically just the goal is to learn to love everybody like God loves mm -hmm. us. Mm -hmm. And that's always resonated with me so much. And, you know, it's really hard. Mm -hmm. But... At least it's in, on, in the back of my mind, you know? Mm -hmm. And yeah, who am I to judge everybody else? Who am I mm -hmm. to, to, you know, if God doesn't judge you, if God loves you regardless, who am I to say otherwise? Not, yeah. You know, so it's just so many important lessons and so many beautiful things that we have learned. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's great. I'm, I'm just so happy. Yeah. And to bounce back is so important you know like you have a shitty day yeah fuck it you know it happened and you get up and you do it again the next day with a more positive feeling with more like love to love yourself because that's the main purpose is to love yourself once you love yourself and you accept yourself because that's another whole thing too you are able to accept more love mm -hmm. and connect with others in a more higher vibration and frequency and it's just so much to it but um 
like lighting up candles for yourself is very healing, you know. Um, sage, you know. Mm-hmm. I know a lot of people think it's just wicked or whatever, you know. <laughs> or witchcraft. But the Indians knew. Yeah. <laughs> you know, the, the Native Americans knew. And they know, like, sage is so healing. It clears a lot of your own negativity, you know. Like, you pick it up everywhere. But if you bring it home, you have to end it. Mm-hmm. You sage it up. You sage yourself. Um, also, baths, yeah. self-care is so important. Yeah, that, that was a big one that Dr. Ram had me do. I was carrying a lot of negative energy that somebody mm-hmm. else was giving me. And I just bathe. He told me to just bathe in Epsom and Himalayan salt. Epsom just salt. put Epsom salt and Himalayan salt in the mm-hmm. bath and just bathe in it. And honestly, if you're one of those people that don't believe or that what do you lose? Mm-hmm. Like, are you losing anything? No, you can possibly gain from it, which is worst, uh, which is best case scenario that you can learn from it, or you can heal from whatever. But like staging, taking a bath, or all of these things, honestly, you're not gonna lose anything, but a couple of minutes. Yeah. Um, and you could actually benefit from it mm-hmm. so much. So I. I don't do it as much as I should. Yeah. I don't sage that often. I don't know why. Because I feel like the house has to be like spotless clean. And I have to have like a mm. whole routine. routine for me to do it. Um, but, but, you know, whatever works for, for different people. Yeah, yeah it, is, it is whatever works for you, whatever you connect with. Um, it's going to be different for everybody. What works for me might not work for you. And these are all our own opinions and our own journeys. No one compares to each one of them, you know. It is very important to be mindful of that because some people connect later on. Some people connect or have their aha moment right away. Um, it's always different for everybody. Yeah. Um, and whatever has worked for Nidia might not work for me. Um, so it's just different. You know, you always have to be open-minded. That's really one of the requirements to this. Be open-minded and be loving and kind of like just receptive to what you're going to get because he might like, not him, but like in general, you might get like information right away that is uncomfortable that might not, might throw you off and be like, oh shit, like this is just too much. I need to run Mm -hmm. from this or it's all timing. <laughs> it's all timing. Yeah. And, you know, maybe you're you're not ready for it. Like, I, I've made several appointments for a couple of my friends. Mm-hmm. And for one reason or another, they don't make it. But it just might not be your time. Mm-hmm. Whenever your spirit feels ready, whenever you actually want to do it, you'll know. And you'll go on with it. And it is really important to just... Go with the flow. Follow mm-hmm. your heart. Um, but yeah, everybody's journey looks different. And I just wanted to let everybody know to, you know, follow your heart. And if this is something that you are interested in, go ahead and do your research. Find somebody. Look around. Figure out if you can, you know, if there's somebody like this in your area, wherever you are, because you know, it doesn't hurt. Obviously, you can try it out if you don't like it. 
that's it. But if you guys have questions, I'm always here. You guys always know that you can message me on Instagram at Nidia E88. I'm always here to answer any questions for whatever I may may know because obviously I don't know it all. But I'm I'm open to helping you guys out and giving you my experiences. You know, and this is my journey, my opinion, and it's by not by any means professional advice. This is just what I have been through. Um, something that I hope can serve you guys in a positive way. I really hope that you guys can find some good out of this. Um, I do have a suggestion that Julie told me um, that it, you, whenever you decide to do something like this, maybe give it three times. Um, give it a chance three times. The first time, sometimes you don't connect. The second time may still be like, uh, I don't know. But the third time you will know. So the third time will either be like, you know what, this isn't for me. Or, you know, hey, it's not so bad after all. Maybe I'll do one more. And then who knows where that may take you. That's just advice that Julie gave me to give you guys. Um, I'm just so happy to be able to share all of this with you and share this journey that not a lot of people know and I'm happy, I'm happy, to, you know, you guys know that I'm always really happy to share everything with you guys. Send me any questions that you guys may have. I'm always here to help. Um, Julie, I want to say thank you very much for joining me today. It was a great episode. I'm so happy that you shared all of your knowledge with us because I learn from you every day. And I'm just so happy that you were able to, you know, share it with everybody else as well. I'm very, very thankful that you invited me um, and just, you know, it was, it was amazing, honestly, like getting to know you in a different way. So, so awesome. And thank you for having me for, you know, sharing this um, podcast that you have for yourself, which is so special to you. I know it's a, like a third baby. <laughs> It's, it's a little baby, but like yeah. sometimes I forget about it. <laughs> Thank God it's not a real one, right? <laughs> um, but no, I am really happy to be back, you guys. Julie, unfortunately, doesn't have any social media. Oh, she has Snapchat, but you know, she, you can't like reach out to her. But if you guys have any questions or if you maybe want to connect, are you okay with me like yeah, giving you course. a message? Of course. Yeah, um, I'm my little messenger. Yeah, you know, I'm always happy to relay anything that you guys may particularly want to ask her. But thank you guys so much for listening. I'm or happy email to. Me. Oh yeah, do you want to give your email? Though? Yeah, it's fine. What's your email? I, don't, I never check it. But... <laughs> <laughs> okay, Julie. Okay. Okay. I'll check it once in a while. But <laughs> if you guys want to email her, you can email her at. Uh, so my my whole name, Julianne, and then the number twenty three. Rodriguez at Gmail. And that's the traditional way to spell Julianne, mm -hmm. J U L I A N N E. Yeah. Okay. Like how. So thank you guys for joining me. If you guys got this far, thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm always so grateful. You guys know that you can find me on Apple, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, wherever you listen to your podcasts. I'm always very grateful for any reviews, any um thumbs up if you guys share my podcast i'm always super super grateful for you guys 
I know that I've been neglecting it a little bit, but I really, really hope that this episode is like a breakthrough one. Um, I'm just really happy to be back in my element. I missed you guys. And once again, if you guys want to reach me, always feel free to love you guys. And always remember that there is confidence within us all. Everybody have a wonderful week. Thank you.